in the NBA Finals, which is what we will be focusing on on episode 6 tonight, tomorrow morning while you're listening, Channel 79 Podcast, episode number 6, Vincent T, once again with no guests. Nope, open mic challenge, second week in a row, wasn't answered. That's right, I hear we have a special guest coming on in two weeks. Yeah, I don't know if we can reveal his name. Yeah, we'll, maybe maybe we'll tell tell you a little more tell you a little bit more about that tomorrow or not tomorrow next week. I mean, we can tell you about it tomorrow too if you want, but nah, we can't next give it week. can't give it away that quick. Yeah. Um, Penguins just scored three goals in like ten seconds. Yeah. Uh, which you'll hear about tomorrow. Um, the goalie just ran into the locker room. I don't know what's going on there, but. That's what's going on right now. Stanley Cup. Penguins about to go up 2-0. Tomorrow, NBA Finals start in San Francisco at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Um, and that's it. That's really all that's going on. Just waiting for that. Watching some hockey. That's about it. Yeah, not a lot going on. I mean, we didn't have... We didn't have a ton last, or, you know, this past weekend to review. So it was kind of a little bit of a dead weekend in the sports world, I guess, you know, so to speak. So, so a little bit, a little bit catching up with some, you know, just some updated odds and ends and things in the, in the sports world. Um, so not too much going on, obviously, football wise. Uh, just a couple things to mention. Uh, the Browns are pleasantly surprised, as Coach Hugh Jackson would say, at uh, Brock Osweiler. So that's a good thing for him. Um, I'm not really sure what that means for that team or whatever for this year. You know, they're still probably going to be big work in progress and finish last in that um, division. So. But that's obviously a better sign than not being pleasantly surprised, I guess. Uh, other quarterback news, uh, Matt Castle hurt himself, or hurt his thumb. So he's probably out six weeks. Um, he's a, he's with Tennessee now, though. So, but that's important because Marcus Mariota's probably not going to, I can't imagine he's going to be starting the season with that coming off a broken leg, so... Who knows? They still have time. And then the other big news is um, uh, the news out of Jets camp. I know that Vince will be excited and other Penn State people that there's kind of a lot of hype building up for Hackenberg. So might be your wish might be coming true this year that he'll, he could be the starter and maybe even do some things. Oh, yeah. I heard a bunch of news coming out of there and uh... – they say he's looking, you know, a lot better than last year, and uh, I don't know. I hope he gets a chance. If they have not start the season, at least get in there at some point, see what he can do. I don't know if the, uh, you know, the, the skill position players have anything to offer and offer any help anywhere, but we'll see how that offense develops up there and. Uh, New York and New Jersey. 
Yeah, I mean, it's not going to help that they lost Marshall. So. Yeah, I, I mean, just thinking now, I can't even think of an offensive weapon on the team. Yeah, I mean, they they have a lot of work to do still. I mean, that's that's just all there's to it. But who knows? You know, this it's going to be a little bit hard to judge that position for that team without having, you know, proper weapons. So it'll be an interesting year, but that's definitely an upgrade from where they were where he was at least last year when it seemed like a lot of the Jets reporters and people in New York are kind of tweeting out that you know that they don't have a quarterback on their roster now that they that they like so you know that's definitely a turnaround from those comments to what they're saying about Hackenberg now so I mean and that was what not even probably not even five months apart so that's at least a good sign for for him and if he's you know if he turns out to be something in the league then then good but um it's definitely an upgrade from where he was yeah he's definitely going in the right direction and like i said hopefully they, they give him a chance and let him see what he can do and win you know 10 or 12 super bowls with him up there so yeah <laughs> i don't think that's gonna happen no you never know <clears throat> that's true i don't i do not know um yeah, so that's pretty much it for uh, NFL news, I guess. So, anything else you have for NFL-wise? Not uh, going on right now. Yeah, I don't think so. Just waiting for waiting for fantasy to get here, and yeah, um, probably buy a Hackenberg jersey for this season. I don't know what other jersey I would get, so. Um, that's it. That's it for NFL current events for me, anyway. Yeah. Well, going from from football to football, uh, the Champions League finals this weekend. I know probably zero people that are listening care about this, but <laughs> I'll be watching it. Um, well, actually, that's a lie. Cause I'll be golfing, but I'll be recording it and then watching it. Um, this is the this is basically like the biggest tournament for. Uh, clubs, clubs, teams in um, Europe, and this is the finals versus Real Madrid, who's pretty much always in it, and Juventus, which is they're from Italy, and they're my favorite team, so they're in it. Um, and I need to see Juventus win this. So, um, but yeah, that's. I just wanted to give that a quick shout out for the Champions League finals. Um, you probably have. No comments on that because you had no idea I was gonna bring that up. <laughs> no, that's so. alright. I'm all about you know getting uh, getting some other other uh, interest in there. I don't oh, yeah. follow it. I don't follow it. You know as close as you do. You know more about it than me. But that's, I think it's it's you know good to bring up whenever something big like that's happening. So that's oh yeah, we're diverse. Good. We 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 go golf. Horse racing, WNBA, soccer—you know—we're not just the—we're not just football and NBA. So. Oh yeah, we don't care. We'll, we'll cover it all. We're covering yeah. right now. Penguins just scored again. They have five goals now. This is ridiculous. Um, this is turning out—it's turning out to not even be a series. Yeah, it's getting crazy. Uh, they're, well, they're both at home though, so I guess you can expect it. 
Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, so that's it for NFL current events for whatever is it the year? What do you know the league that is over there in Europe? Well, it's, that's the Champions League, so that's like all the clubs. So it's the best teams from like Spain, the best teams from England. They all play oh. like one big tournament, and then so Real Madrid is in it, and they're the they're the best team in Spain, and they're going against the best team in Italy, which is Juventus. So that's kind of like their biggest for the club level. That'd be like if you know how there's like the NHL version in like Russia. It'd yeah, be like the top, yeah. It'd be like the top four teams in Russia playing the top four teams in the NHL in like a tournament style and then seeing who was going to win. So, um, but yeah, they're, Real Madrid's usually always in it um, or close to always in it. So this is the first time Juventus has been there, I think, in a couple years. So, um, but yeah, that's that's what that is. It's just kind of a big tournament for the for the best clubs around Europe. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. That's kind of a cool thing I got going on there. Yeah. Um, so that covers, uh, I mean, current events, obviously, NHL, um, NBA playoffs. Um, no, nothing big coming out of college football, I don't believe. Um, well, I guess we should, I guess we should go back a little bit to the NFL and NHL. Uh, Mr. Andy Vonarx wanted us to at least mention that somebody threw a catfish onto the ice or something yeah, in game one. Yeah, game one catfish. So I guess the it was was it a was it a Predators fan? Yeah, it's kind of like the Predators like tradition to throw catfish on the ice, kind of like in Detroit they throw the octopus. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's just something they do just to just to do it I guess just because they can so he smuggled it in and threw it on the ice and then they took him out of there and they like arrested him and stuff but yeah, yeah just one of those weird hockey things and yeah they have, they have some weird traditions and then obviously yeah hockey somebody else's stadium is a little bit extreme but yeah, I know, like, the the fish markets in Pittsburgh, like, wouldn't sell catfish to people without, like, Pennsylvania IDs and crazy stuff like that. So they tried to stop it, but somebody must have, I don't know, you know, paid somebody from Pittsburgh to do it or brought it up from Tennessee or whatever. Or he's or he's a Nashville fan from Pittsburgh. <laughs> I mean... No, I don't know. Maybe I didn't even think about that. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ways to get around that, that's for sure. Or he just raises catfish and decides to bring one in. Yeah, maybe. You don't know. You don't know what that guy likes. I mean, if, if Bo hit the Powerball, he might be a catfish farmer, so maybe it was him. Farm Simulator. Yeah, <laughs> Farm Simulator. <laughs> what the heck is that game? <laughs> yeah, that's what it was. Farming Simulator yeah. 15 or something like that. Yeah, that's what he's going to do when he wins Powerball. Yep. <clears throat> Uh, I can see it. I can see Will being a farmer. Yep. Also, the only other current event um, in sports would be the UFC card this weekend. Yep. In Brazil, Aldo Holloway 
Dignify the Belt and um, a women's match, co-main event, Carolina, some Poland name, and some other Brazil fighter. I forget who it is. Claudia Gadelia. Yeah, Claudia Gadelia. I believe they're 1-2 in mm -hmm. the 115-pound division. And I... And you want a champion beat Carolina, and I'm sure she beat the other one as well. So yeah, she did. She beat both of them, I believe. Yeah, so it's kind of like a a pride championship fight for those two, anyway. You know, because nobody mm -hmm. they're, they're not gonna get a chance at Yoana anytime soon. Yeah, so, it's, <coughs> um, yeah. it's it's kind of like what we talked about with the flyweight division with uh, you know Demetrius Johnson. How he beat the one and two contenders, so it's kind of like even if those two fought, it would only be for who the number one contender was. I mean, they wouldn't if they went up against Demetrius Johnson again, they'd lose. So I mean, it's kind of like who's protect not protecting the champion, but like you said, it's kind of like a pride thing, I guess, because there's little to no chance that they're gonna take over Ioana unless she moves weight classes or something so it's just kind of like a consolation prize almost yeah i mean i think before her last fight there those were her two previous fights so i mean they're not going to just turn them right back around mm -hmm. you know she you know she picked both of them apart it wasn't like they were close but looks like rose is going to be in for that belt next and as far as Aldo, I think he said Aldo's favorite against Holloway. Yeah, he is um, barely. They're both. Neither one is a neither one is a good bet. Um, but he's Aldo is favored though. <clears throat> so. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't. I wasn't watching a lot of fights when Aldo was fighting before McGregor, and I don't think you ever saw Holloway fight, so I don't know Yeah, what the, I mean, heck, what the heck's going to go on there. Yeah, I mean, Holloway, or, um, Aldo is, you know, the more experienced fighter, um, but Holloway can be, Holloway can be a little bit of, uh, like a little ball of energy in there and a little exciting to watch, but I think probably Aldo wins it, um, he's... I think Holloway's on coming on a little uh, win streak. I think he's won like four of his last or his last four fights, um, and one of those was obviously for the interim belt against Pettis, where he knocked him out in the third round. Um, and the two fights before that, they went to decision, and the fight before that, the four out of four was against Charles Oliveira, and he's a He's a decent fighter, um, but Holloway just knocked him out in the first round. So, you know, Holloway's coming on a nice little win streak, which is always a good thing to carry into. And then Aldo is, he had a couple title defenses, and then, like you said, he lost to McGregor. And then he won the belt back from, I think, I believe it was Frankie Edgar, if, I, if I'm remembering that right. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know who he fought after McGregor. I forget yeah, I think he won the belt from... Because I, I think that's when McGregor gave it up or whatever. and Or, well, UFC, I think, took yeah. it from him. But, um, and I think Edgar had it, or maybe the fight was Edgar versus Aldo to see who had it. And 
Um, I think Aldo won that. So that was his last fight before this one. But that was, Jesus, that was a year ago now. So it'll be interesting to see how Aldo comes out in this. Um, but ultimately, I, I, I'm picking Aldo to win this fight. I don't know if you had a pick or, or not, but... <clears throat> Oh, not really. Um, I don't. I'm not a fan of either fighter, really. But mm -hmm. I don't know. Maybe we'll watch it after the golf on Saturday somewhere. If nothing else is going on, tune yeah. in. Somebody's, you know, we get together and we'll watch that. Hopefully, I don't think anything else is going on. So I think. Yeah, and I think that card's real late because it's in Brazil, like you like you said earlier. So I don't know if you said that on on air. Or if that was before. Yeah, I think I said it was in Brazil, but I don't know. I don't know what time they usually start them down there. Or what, yeah, Brazil. Yeah, I think Brazil's always later um, because they're like an hour or two ahead of or behind us. So they're more in line. They're more in line with like Vegas, I think. So. Oh yeah, it'll be yeah, it'll be late. The main event will probably come on at like eleven thirty or something. Yeah, usually around eleven thirty, quarter to midnight. Uh, so that's it for two twelve. Uh, you looked at the card, and I don't think any of their names stuck out to you. So. Uh, just the I mean, Vitor Belfort. Again, he's one of the oh, older yeah. guys in the sport, but everybody else, to me, wasn't really. You know, I'm not impressed with with any of them. A couple, like there's one, the one before the Vitor Belfort is has um, all the way Bomgabose, Bom I think is how you pronounce it, and he's fighting. So he's he's real young into the into MMA. He's only have, I believe he has eight or nine fights, and the guy he's fighting is, is nine and zero. So I mean, they're again, like we talked about in the past, kind of. UFC pushing some up-and-comers, um, so that's definitely a fight of younger younger talent that could get people excited. It depends on how that fight plays out, but um, the rest of the card is kind of like that. A little like if you're not in the fight game, if you haven't been paying to pay attention to UFC, then you wouldn't know anybody else on this card besides. I mean, you like you probably don't even know the women. That are fighting that we mentioned, Gedalia and um, uh, Carolina. So it's just one of those cards that's kind of a little bit of a filler before they have their big one in fight week, which is July 8th or July 13th or sometime. So this is that next step before that one. Yeah, there's a, there's a UFC event or some kind something happening for like like two months straight or three months straight or something crazy coming up here so it'll be a lot of a lot of cars to talk about maybe if anything if anybody cools on them and we'll do our best to talk about them there yeah well i mean the one of the so not this weekend because this is 212 but the weekend after is that lewis Derek lewis he fights mark hunt and that'll be a That'll be a good headline or a good uh, main event. That's that's just a fight night though, so that'll be on FS1. And Derek Lewis is somebody that Troy talked about 
when he was on last as one of those exciting guys. And he's the guy who knocked out Travis Brown his last fight. So um, so that's that's a that's a nice little fight in between. And actually, the, even the weekend after that, that's Holly Holmes' return. So we got a couple nice headliners coming up, but those cards don't go anywhere near as deep as as we would like them. <clears throat> yeah, those were yeah, and those will be three cards probably on Fox Sports One, I would imagine. And that's it for current events over here. Uh, what, you got anything else? I don't think so. Not that I can remember off the top of my head, so I guess that's a no. Alright, if anything comes up, we'll throw them in when we remember them, but that's all I got, too. Yep. Um, so, we can take a dive bomb right into the NBA Finals, I guess. Yeah, let's do it. Game, game one tomorrow, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, I think ABC has the finals. I think so. Um, yeah, like I said, from coming to you from San Francisco. Uh, games one and two are in San Francisco. Game two is Sunday night, I think. Let me see. That sounds right. <clears throat> they usually have them a couple of days apart. Yeah. You, even when they're not traveling anymore, it's they they draw it out. Yeah, it's, the schedule doesn't make sense. Uh, hockey makes a lot more sense because it's just every other day, I think, no matter what. Mm -hmm. Obviously, they have to avoid, uh, you know, the NBA dates for ratings and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, I think there's... Um, there's two... There's two days in between each each game, right? No. Um, between games three and four, there's only one day. There's only one. Oh, that's a so that's that must be a Wednesday to a Friday. Yeah, Wednesday, Friday, and then they go Monday, Thursday, Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, they like to keep they like that Friday night game. So if there wasn't. I'm sure if there wasn't a Friday viable, they wouldn't. They wouldn't have that. Um, one day they'd have this the standard two days in between. But yeah, that would be nice just to keep it consistent. But it's whatever. Yeah. Uh, so like I said, Monday. Oh, the games at oh that's Sunday. Yeah, the games at 8 p.m. Game two is at 8 p.m. on Sunday night. But game one is at 9 p.m. tomorrow night, Thursday night. Yep, and the uh, Warriors are favored in that? Yep, Warriors, the line I see here is uh, Golden State minus 7. I don't know what line you have. Yeah, that's what I got too. Uh, I don't know what it opened at. I think it opened at 8.5 or something like that. Uh, I'm not sure. That, sound, that sounds about right though, I mean. Yeah. <clears throat> so it'll probably stay at 7 or maybe, you know, fluctuate half a point either way, but I don't think it's going to be it moving very much at, at this point. No, unless there's some, unless some big news comes out, but I don't foresee that happening, so. 
Yeah, I don't think so either. So it'll be right around seven. Uh, I know I've been looking looking forward to this matchup. I have been quoted as saying, "This is LeBron's best roster he's had." Um, whether it be the starters and the bench and just a combination of everything. Uh, LeBron, LeBron and his his uh, strongest supporting cast versus his toughest opponent to date probably in the finals. So the matchup's got the making, you know, of of a classic. So hopefully it lives up to that. Yeah. That hype. Yep. And just to add a little nugget there, um, the thing I found when I was looking at some of these, some of this stuff was. The interesting thing about these two teams coming into this is um, when you look at the regular season stats versus the postseason stats, uh, the Warriors seem to be consistent in both, which is which is always a good thing. But the Cavs in particular have risen their game, which is interesting to see. I, I'd have to look back at past years, but it doesn't feel like in the past that the entire it feels like LeBron has been the only one or maybe even last year Kyrie I guess in love you could put in there but um it feels like mostly on LeBron's teams that only only his stats go up in the playoffs where this year just the entire team is sort of all around doing a better job of picking up their game from the regular season which is which is a nice little um, which is a little bit interesting because, like you were saying, this is his, this is his strongest team, and they're certainly playing like that um, right now. So it'll be, it'll be cool to see if they can continue that into this series against the Warriors. Yeah, it'll be great. It'll be great if they can find that you know that last gear if they have it, if they can get to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at this point in LeBron's career, he's just kind of hanging out till the playoffs start. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the rest of the team kind of took up that mindset this year as well. Um, oh. right. So, um, what was that? Yeah, so, the, you know, you're right. They did kind of step up their game, and uh, they're healthy. Uh, Golden State's healthy, too, I guess, other than Iguodala's mm-hmm. knees a little tweaked, so that'll be... A small, interesting storyline, but if they can stay healthy, if both teams can stay healthy, it should be a long, competitive series, I would think. Yeah, and I've, I've said all along that as long as they both come in healthy, then nobody should have an excuse. And like you said, they're both healthy, so I don't want to hear any anything after the thing after the fight. I mean, obviously something could change middle of the if somebody goes down middle of the series, but. You know, I don't want to, if they stay healthy and continue to stay healthy, then there should be zero excuse for either team for not winning, um, for not winning the finals, in my opinion. Yeah, I know, uh, just reading some stuff and looking at some stats and all that kind of stuff, Golden State seems to be favored heavily, and that just shows in their, in in their, you know, Vegas odds, they're heavily, they're heavily favored, you know, from adding Durant last year. Um, another thing they might have going for them is they were, you know, chasing that uh, 73 wins last year. So they were playing, you know, 100% every every game in the regular season. 
which I think kind of burned him out a little bit last year in the playoffs. And uh, Curry was banged up a little bit going in, and so I think that it may just be a little fresher this year. And obviously, with Durant, they have a way better um, whatever you know, like combo four spot with Harrison Barnes there. He's basically, you know, they basically swapped out Harrison Barnes for Durant, which is about the best trade you could you can make. Yeah. Oh, so the I don't know. I mean, Durant was a big Warriors upgrade, and the Cavs' big upgrade was was depth and and experience. I guess. I mean, you can't really match Durant when they come through upgrading positions, but yeah, you can they do it in really, chunks. Yeah, they didn't really have a position start at least starting wise to upgrade. I mean, I guess you could make the argument that they could have upgraded over JR and had him come off the bench, but the way that that team plays, that's not really possible. You know, if you would have added another star to that team, I don't think that would have really necessarily helped that team out a lot. Where, I mean, if you had added Durant, obviously you could have made something work, but having not being able to add a star at that level you know, getting a middle-tier star just, to me, wouldn't have helped. It might even hurt it chemistry-wise. So that's the one thing that... And that's the one thing that the Cavs have going for them, in my opinion, is they've played together in the past in crunch time, and their team chemistry, I think, is probably better than the Warriors um, going into it. So that's just where... That's where I stand on... Um, <clears throat> You know the Cavs not having an upgrade, but they did get they did get Corver middle of the season, right? So I mean, yeah, Corver, like Deron Williams, uh, yeah, Derek they, Williams. Like I said, just their depth and mm -hmm. chemistry. Like you said, it's probably substantial. I think their chemistry is substantially better than that of the Warriors. And mm -hmm. exactly. And we'll see. I, I mean, I think that'll play a big role. The Cavs basically having the same core there for three years in the finals. That should play should be a big plus for them. Um, they were you know they were banged up even a little bit last year, but a lot the first year. Now they're healthy and now should be an interesting four, five, six, seven games, whatever, whatever we predict here. Yep. Well, I don't think either of us are predicting four games, but I don't know. You could surprise me. I could. I I was thinking about it earlier. I have a my prediction is going to be a little weird because I think it could go one way, but I'm going to pick it the other way. Or not other way. I mean games. How far it's going to go? But yeah. just pick it one way. Just I don't know. Just for fun. So we'll see. We'll see when we get there. Yep. Um. So. Yeah, I mean, obviously it's going to be tough for the Cavs starting out in uh, in Oracle out there on the West Coast. You know, long flight. Uh, I got to I, I listened to some of the. It was like media day, I guess. It's not as big of a deal as Super Bowl media day, but I guess that's what they had today. I listened to some of the Cavs talk, and uh, you know, just new, just normal stuff. Nothing really newsworthy came out of it. Um, yeah, I think, you know, they're in the same board as us, just waiting to get rolling here tomorrow night and 
and put on a good show. I think the Cavs are going to have to, um, you know, shoot the ball well, still or keep shooting the ball well from three. And I think make adjustments as to how the defense is going to work compared mm-hmm. to last year guarding Durant. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's always going to be... That's going to always be a tough task is guarding Durant. Um, I don't know. Who who would you put on him if you were, if you were Ty Lue? I don't know. If you start the game, you know, with your normal five... Yeah, so that's obviously assuming that they start with their normal five. I don't know. I mean, it, it has to be. I don't know. I mean, well, it, it would have to be LeBron, I guess. But if if the Warriors could pick, you know, their matchup, it would be to, to screen. If, if you're going to start LeBron, I think Warriors are going to screen off of Probably, probably try to get Kevin Love on him off of the screen, I would imagine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just let him work from there, you know, to get some kind of mismatch. I guess that would be the mismatch you would want to get if you were the, the Warriors. I think the mismatch you'd want to get if you were the Warriors is, is Thompson. You'd want, in my opinion, you'd want, you'd want Thompson uh, as far away from the hoop as possible so he couldn't get the rebound. Uh, so I think that if you're gonna, I think if you're screen, if, if, if the Cavs are playing switch on the screen, then whoever Tristan Thompson's guarding has to set the screen. Even if it's JaVel McGee, who's not going to be a factor, you just want LeBron to be, you, you really want LeBron to guard JaVel McGee. I mean, JaVel McGee's not an offensive presence at all. So if you're gonna take you, you want to take LeBron completely out of the picture defensively, and they're switching, then you then you screen Durant or you screen McGee on Durant's on LeBron and have them switch, and then you have Tristan Thompson guarding Durant and LeBron guarding Javale McGee. I mean, I yeah, think that's, that's the way you want to play it. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be interesting. I think. I think the one positive of that would be if if LeBron is is the one they're screening on. I think he has enough. You know, he's smart enough and knows what the heck's going on to uh, you know call off the switch or do something to to make it harder on them. I just think he's you know kind of the X factor there in the switching. They're probably going to get. Uh, uh, I don't know. They probably, I don't know if they'll put Jr. On, on Curry to start, or Kyrie, you know, put Kyrie over on Clay because Clay has been shooting well. I don't know. It's interesting, and, and I'm sure you know what, what's going to happen at the beginning of the game isn't going to be what's happening in in the fourth quarter if it's you know a two three point game either. So. Oh yeah, that'll be. That's the thing about the NBA now. They're just they can switch. They can have somebody take somebody for even three minutes of a game and then have a, you know, next time down the court, have a completely different, you know, who, who each person's guarding. So um, they're all athletic enough now to cover somebody for a possession or two um, just to shake up and give somebody a different look that they're not expecting. Yeah, I think if, if the Warriors are going to scream Thompson on Curry, I think Thompson can give them 
some trouble, you know, a couple possessions here and there, but not all night, obviously. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, he is quick feet. He's athletic. I think he can stay in front of him at least a couple, a couple times if he needs to. Um, I mean, size. He, you know, size wise, he's tall and tall and long. Yeah. Like nobody, nobody really else is like that on the Cavs, but obviously, obviously, no, you know, nobody's gonna stop Durant one on one anymore, really. So. Yeah. And I watched. Like I said, I watched a couple possessions of the Spurs series with them and Durant. Would just break down the defender a little bit, get in in there by the free throw line, and and pull up and and hit that that short to medium range jumper there, and that was mm-hmm. that was his game he was playing. So you know, there's not really a way to stop that if it's going in, and and you don't have LeBron, LeBron, or you know somebody like that on him. So yeah. No, I agree. It, it'll also depend on who the Warriors start, um, because we t- we talked about this a little bit last week. Is you never know what they're gonna do in the starting lineup, um, and if I were them, I would even consider. Uh, I know I know Iguodala is a little bit hurt, but <clears throat> I'd even consider starting Iguodala and putting him on starting him starting the game with him on LeBron. And that kind of changes the whole dynamic then on what the Cavs would do on defense if they don't have to worry about uh, JaVale McGee. Um, So it'll be interesting to see what their starting lineup is and who the Cavs have matched up when they're on defense. Because if if McGee's not out there, uh, who does Tristan Thompson cover? And... My get my best guess is it would probably be Draymond, but then who does Love cover? You know what I mean? It's kind of like a trickle down effect. It's because I don't think Love I don't think Love could cover um, Durant for a long period. Like I said, anybody can cover anybody for a couple possessions or a couple minutes, but if you're asking somebody to cover Durant for the long haul, the only viable option is LeBron. <clears throat> so. It'll just be interesting to see how Golden State starts the game. Yeah, if Golden State goes small, that almost forces Thompson out of the game. But then that that plays into the you know the Cavaliers small ball lineup of LeBron and four shooters, mm-hmm. which they really don't want to see out there. You know the Warriors don't want to see out there anyway. So yeah. that, I mean it's it's going to be all about matchups for. So the whole, you know, every second of the game is going to be matchups, exploiting matchups, finding matchups. Yeah. Uh, Kyrie referred to this game as a feel-out game, and I, you know, I think that's kind of what it's going to be. Uh, this, you know, they haven't been showing all their cards here for their whole regular season in the playoffs, and now everything's going to be on the table. You know, everybody's going to be able to see what they can do and. See what lineups they got, you know. See what lineups they've had hidden, you know, if if they've had any hidden or or anything like that. So everything's going to be on the table after this game, and then we'll have a real sense of how the series will play out. I think after we see, you know, what lengths these teams are willing to go to, you know, what lineups are run out there, if they're going to be switching, 
Yes, sir. You're not going to switch yeah. on it, you know, in this possession or not. So it'll be it'll be an interesting game. Yep, definitely. And I and I'm a complete nerd when it comes to that stuff. You know, who's who's matching up with who, what the lineup's going to look like. Um, and it's interesting to me for who game to game who comes out because like if you're again this is obviously just playing it out but if you're the Warriors and you start with Iguodala and the Cavs start with Tristan like the next game out does the do the Cavs answer and start with a small lineup maybe they put Korver in the starting lineup just to put out another shooter on the on the floor with LeBron and then it's like okay well Obviously, the Cavs are looking to spread and sh- spread, kick and shoot, with Thompson not in the game. So, the, all those little, all those little nuances, you know, I always look forward to seeing. So it'll be interesting on this series, how many different times somebody throws a punch and then somebody counter punches um, with with a different lineup or a different setup. <clears throat> yeah, it's def- definitely going to be a. A game of adjustment, a series of adjustments, a series of, you know, take, taking a jab to the face and figuring out how to how to block it the next time or how to, to slip yeah. it and, throw, and throw your counter hook. And it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a, a chess match for sure. And I know I'm looking forward to it. I got the got the game on the calendar, and I got the maybe I'll, I don't know. I'm just ready. We're just gonna go slow tomorrow. You know, just think, waiting for the game to start. And yeah, do you wait. give uh, do you give any credence to Mike Brown being the coach at for Golden State now? I mean, in the terms of like him knowing LeBron, or do you think that that doesn't really matter? Um, no, because LeBron was a, a completely different player. I think when he coached them. Um, I think, I don't know, I mean, I, I, don't, I think it, I, I don't know if it helps or hurts, really. I think it's just a a fun little thing to talk about. I think it might help a little bit, but I, I don't even know how that would help. I mean, he was such a, he was such a different player when he was with, you know, with the Cavs, with Mike Brown, and well, Mike Brown even coached Kyrie his first year, I believe, too, so... Mm-hmm. I don't. Know, I mean, I guess you could take something from that as well, but I think they're just both. Even Kyrie's from then to now, it's just a completely different player. You know, he's grown up. I think LeBron is really the same thing. He's grown up. He's a different player. Um, but I. But to your point, I don't know if there's anything Mike Brown can tell the Warriors mm-hmm. uh, now that he has. Well, you know that anybody else wouldn't be able to or that he hasn't done, you know, last year or the year before or however long he's been on staff there. I don't know what your thoughts about that is, but... No, I I agree. I don't think it means anything. I don't think it means shit. I don't think that the coaches in the NBA really mean anything. I mean, I know, like we just talked about, somebody has to be there to, to be the person who puts in a change in motion so when something like we said when somebody throws a punch and a counter punch somebody's got to be there to call the next counter punch i think but i think honestly for the Cavs, it's probably gonna could be coming from lebron versus ty Lu, and i don't think that and i think kind of the same from 
the Warriors perspective. I mean, it might come from Mike Brown, but I think that they know now pretty much how they have to play it, depending on what lineup's out there. So to me, the coaches don't really mean anything. Um, <clears throat> in general, they do. So like, like you were saying a couple weeks ago with Brad Stevens, like I think that he can be a difference maker, but on that team, there's not really any true like standout star. Like, yeah, they have Isaiah Thomas, and he had a really nice year, and um, they have Horford, who has experience, but they don't have that guy like LeBron or Durant or Curry who can just talk to the team and just say, okay, we're doing it my way. You know what I mean? So in this particular matchup, I don't think Mike Brown matters one way or the other. Yeah, I think at this point with these two teams, this point in the in the playoffs and the finals, I think uh, the best coaches are going to make their mark in the off days, in implementing the the strategy changes, implementing all that kind of stuff, and or maybe less important on game days, but are very valuable, you know, on off days and practice and that kind of stuff. Um, I think basketball coaches make more of an impact, like I said, on them off days compared to maybe a football coach. You, you know, has to call every play and call the personnel packages and all that kind of stuff. I think as far as game day coaching goes, um, you know, basketball is a little more relaxed. But I think on the off days, I think that's when they'll, you know, they really make their mark on the series. If, if they can, would be in, in the off days for the coaches. Yeah, and I don't know what, I don't know if Steve Kerr is there during the off days or not, but I'm sure he's, I'm sure he's watching these games and putting together notes and stuff for, for the coaching staff after each game. So I'm not even sure how much, I'm not sure how hands off he is, and to that same point, I'm not sure how much hands on Mike Brown is, other than they need somebody to serve as the head coach during the games. So that's the other point about Mike Brown to me that. I, and I I just thought about it because I th I think I read a couple places on ESPN and CBS that just kind of brought that question into play is could Mike Brown affect LeBron and I just don't see it happening I don't see that him having that great of an impact I mean could it be like a one percent impact sure I mean anything could be a small percentage of one way or the other but to me it's not a big enough impact that anybody should even be concerning themselves with like I don't think if the if the if the Warriors win the series I will say with certainty that it wasn't because Mike Brown is the coach of the Warriors yeah so. I definitely yeah I definitely agree and I, to your point I think Steve Kerr I think he's at the facilities and everything throughout the day and stuff so I think he's mm -hmm. still pretty hands-on I just don't think he I don't even know what's wrong with him is his back surgery's messed up or something I don't know, he had some kind of nerve something damage, so I don't know if it was in his back or spine. Yeah, so, so his spine would be in his back, but... So he's probably just, you know, super uncomfortable. He probably can't mm -hmm. stand or sit for either, you know, long periods of time, I would guess. So, um, so you know, it's probably impossible for him to be on the sidelines there, but I think he's still pretty hands-on throughout the process and, mm -hmm. you know, being at the facilities when he can and... If he can even go to practice, I, I don't know. But I think he's still pretty hands-on. Uh, I think Mike Brown is just kind of, 
you know, I think Hurst, you know, pulling the, you know, he's still Wizard of Oz behind the curtain, and Mike Brown's just mm-hmm. the, the guy up front pulling the strings for everybody. Yep. But, I mean, if your head coach is on the sidelines, that's a, a big deal, I think, for anybody. So that'll be something to think or something to look at anyway. I think there's a report today that he might come back at some point in the in the finals, but we'll see. I'm sure I'm sure he can't fly very you know very easily with that back problem. So yeah, yeah, I don't think um, I don't think he'll be traveling. That's just my best guess. Obviously, I don't I don't know, but yeah, I have no idea. But I can't imagine it's you know if he can't coach at home, I can't imagine. He can sit on a plane and fly and all that kind of stuff either so mm-hmm. so of all the of all the what thousands of storylines of the players it's just another one we got there for coaches and and everything so yep yeah so it'll, it's definitely going to be um it's definitely going to be an interesting series all the way around yeah, I think we'll know. Well, our next week's podcast will have. There'll be what? There'll be three games deep. Mm-hmm. So we'll really be able to break down what's happened so far. You know, break down. Hopefully, hopefully the um, the, the Warriors aren't up three zero, or we'll have a. It'll be like a. We'll be, I'll be in the morning if we have a podcast that week if the Warriors are up to real, so we don't want that. But hopefully we're in a good position and we can break down what's happened for you the first three games and mm-hmm. and hopefully we're almost ready to pop the champagne for the Cup Championship. Um, so like, like everybody knows, LeBron's played the Warriors twice in the finals and he's played Durant once in the finals in 2012 or 11? Um, 2012 Heat Thunder? Yeah, 2012 I think the Heat won in 4, right? Uh, was it 4? I don't know. That was just I, don't, a, I don't remember. It wasn't, it didn't go 7. So. Yeah, I don't know. Between 4 and 7, eight, or between 4 and 6, I guess. The Heat won that one in. Yep. So you know maybe maybe some some LeBron demons will still haunt Durant in the finals and at least uh, hold him back a little bit for the Cavs' sake. Um, mm-hmm. I think the best thing uh, the best thing Durant's ever done in the in the NBA Finals is a doodle jump commercial from from back in the day. Yeah, probably. If you, no. were, I mean, that team was. Just thinking about it real quick, that Thunder team, like if you were the Thunder, like executives in that year, you had to have been thinking to yourselves like, wow, look at where we are right now with the a young Durant, a young Westbrook, Harden coming off the bench. Um, they still had, they still had what's his face, uh, Ibaka. You know, what I mean, like you, if you were an exec for the Thunder that year, you had been thinking like. The next five years are going to be Thunder in the finals every single year. And I'm pretty sure, I don't think they've been back since. No, because they didn't want to pay um, Harden. Harden. 
And then I guess they didn't want to pay a buck after that. Yeah. And then Durant obviously left them, and Harden, I don't know, Harden, you know, had an MVP caliber season for him this year. Not Harden, Westbrook did, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, they had an, an embarrassment of, of young talent there that series. You know, they probably got there too too quick. Yeah. Before they could really reach their potential, but if, yeah, I mean, just imagine if the OKC ownership committed to those four guys and and yeah. committed to pay them money and I don't know maybe, maybe it would work maybe maybe they didn't get along but mm-hmm. maybe Durant was the or you know even if they committed to Westbrook Harden and Ibaka you know what would happen with those three on the same team yeah yeah so they had a they were in a, a hell of a position but mm-hmm. I guess you know they're still not bad they got Westbrook they got Adams is a good guy underneath, but they just need to to fill it out. Unfortunately for everybody else in the East and West, you know it's kind of the Cavs and Warriors, and mm-hmm. what the heck else? You know what? What the heck are we? What the heck are we supposed to do here? Yeah. Yep, and, um, I agree. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. So LeBron, LeBron and his. His greatest team against his greatest challenge. I think some might say that Spurs team might be his greatest challenge. Well, yeah. ESPN did a. I don't know if you if you read this or not, but they did like a they did like a star uh, star power rating of the last thirty five finals, and they used I think I believe they used like player efficiency rating, and they gave each player sort of a number and then they just total so each player from all those finals and they total total them up just to see who would have like the highest start um i think they call it collective star rating or something like that and lebron lebron teams were on there three times it was the uh heat heat versus spurs so that's obviously with lebron wade bosch and then the Spurs had Duncan, um, Tony Parker had a great year that year, Manu. So, like, all those players combined have a star rating placed yep. with them. And so they, they were in the top 10 of the last 35 finals. Three of those had LeBron teams. And like I said, the Heat Spurs were seventh on the list. Um, that, that Heat Thunder series was sixth on the list that we just talked about. And then this one is number one on the list. And the collective star rating for this series is 157.2, which is only a couple points higher. But just by comparison, the one that it's up against second is the 1962 Celtics Lakers. And that had um, Bill Russell, Bob Cousy, Jerry West, Elgin Baylor, Sam Jones. So it had like all these all these stars listed out. And they didn't even come close to this year's. Who this year on this year's list, um, the All Stars were LeBron, Kyrie, Love, and then Durant, Curry, Draymond, and Clay. So there's only seven players in this one. You know, in this one versus eight for the Celtics and Lakers. So that just goes to show you that this is according. You know, that's obviously just one random stat that ESPN put together, but. 
it just goes to show you like what we've been saying is these are this is the probably the best finals in NBA history with star talent wise um, so it'll be it should be a great series yeah I mean the the embarrassment of riches for both teams is is just crazy um, it'll be like we I mean we, it'll be a matchup chess match for the ages and uh, mm-hmm. you know uh, the, uh, like I said it's LeBron and his, his guys versus his greatest it's like the great war in Game of Thrones right yep yep that's what it is which side so, has Jon Snow which side has Jon Snow yeah well for me it's gotta be the, the Cavs side right yeah I mean, he's 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 a baby face, and the Cavs are my baby face team. So, yep. The Warriors are like, I don't know, the White Walkers. <laughs> yep. Uh, or whoever else we don't like in Game of Thrones. I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm not sure we don't like in Game of Thrones. I haven't yeah, watched so it. I haven't watched you, it in a while. But oh yeah. So do you have a prediction for this? Yeah, my prediction. This is uh, uh, my prediction is the Cavs. Okay. And I alluded to this a little earlier. I think I want to pick them in five, and that would be win game one, lose game two. And then rattle off three straight there. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to pick them in six because I want them to win it at home. So how does that work? Win, win game win one, one, win one, lose, lose two, um, win three, four. We'll, we'll say win three, win, win four, lose five, win six. Okay. So that'd be like a. I I think the, I think they have a very good chance of stealing the first game tomorrow. I think you know Kyrie called it you know a feel out game. I think if that's what it turns out to be, LeBron can be the difference of of what everybody else is feeling it out. LeBron is four or five steps ahead of everybody else. We'll be able to just play and, and already know what's going on. Not have to feel everybody out. And he'll be able to lead them, you know, to a game one victory. I think the Warriors will come back game two, uh, you know, play hard, play tough, hit, hit all their shots. Not all their shots, but, it, you know, hit the good percentage of their shots and, and uh, you know, win one, win one in Oracle there. And then I think going back to Cleveland, I think the Cavs can ride that momentum and, and take take a hold, a firm grasp on the series in Cleveland, and, and you know squeak it out there in Game Five or Six, and and raise it raise the banner up again this year. So that's my prediction. Cavs in Five or Six, and I I think what it really comes down to is them having a good in my in my opinion a good opportunity to to steal Game One tomorrow night. In Oracle. Yeah, I mean they. I think I don't. I don't know this to be a fact, but 
my guess is historically speaking probably teams if they're going to take one on the road it's probably the first one um i don't know if that's true or not i just it just feels that way so if they're going to win one it'll probably be that first one um i have so i'm a, a little bit like you i want the Cavs to win it um and i have them in six to win it and or i'm sorry i have the Cavs in seven to win it and um, but I think what's going to happen is I think Golden State's going to actually win it, and I think they're going to win it in six. <laughs> yeah. I think they're going to win it in Cleveland. Yeah. So I, I hope that doesn't happen. But that's what I would if I had to if I had to make a prediction. That's what I think it's going to be, and I hope the Cavs win it in seven because I want to see I want to see this round three go seven games, and I want to see obviously LeBron at the end winning it. So. Um, but my pick is Golden State in six. Yeah, I mean so. that's. I mean that's obviously. I mean that's a smart pick. I mean all all the analytics say Golden State. All the numbers say Golden State. I mean mm-hmm. they added Durant to a team that took them to seven games the year before. I mean everything you know points to Golden State. Mm-hmm. But the Cavs have LeBron and he's. Like the anti-analytic person, he just well, he's not. Uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, he's not. He's not, not anti-analytic. anti-analytic he just smashes them. He's a he's a, he's an ultimate an- anomaly to the analytical yeah. stats. Yeah, yeah. LeBron doesn't apply to analytics because yeah. Well, it's like, they they can't account for for LeBron yeah. pretty much. He's, yeah, he's like one of those outliers that you know everybody's grouped in a hundred or a thousand, and then LeBron's like at a million. <laughs> like you just say, you just say like that's got to be a complete statistical anomaly. Like yeah. don't even like just ignore what's happening <laughs> with that because you just can't you, you can't comprehend it. You know what I mean? It's one of those things that if you can't understand it, um, just throw it away. You know, or d- just don't even don't even bother with it. So exactly, that's why he's like you were saying. He's not not necessarily anti-analytical, as in he doesn't believe in it. It's just you cannot ca- encapsulate what he does with analytics. So, and you yeah, can't even, was, you can't even try. That's the ba- that's the funny thing. Yeah, <laughs> anti-analytical was not the right thing to say because I'm sure he, you know, he's smart. I'm sure he knows about analytics, but yeah, yeah, yeah they, we, like yeah, they just analytics can't account for his, mm-hmm. you know, him flipping the switch and going into that mm-hmm. that mode he goes into and. What he can do on the basketball court that nobody else can do right now. So, yeah. So we'll see. So, um, I mean, if if you're being realistic, it's it's Golden State is going to win, really. Mm-hmm. But if you're, I mean, like me, you pick with I pick with my heart. Yep. But it's not out of the question that the Cavs. Like I mean, no. they just they just take you know they just just take. Take take the bull by the horns and take if if it I think it comes down to if they can get tomorrow night if they can steal tomorrow night's game I think you know that that flips the analytics right on their head even more after that. So. Mm-hmm. Yep, and I and I I think I I would disagree with you just a little bit that I think that yeah everybody points to adding Durant and that's a huge thing but I think honestly the stats show that the Cavs are the better team 
um, in the postseason just because, like I said earlier, they they show increased improvement over these last, what, 12, 12 games in the – well, I guess they played yeah, 13. Yeah, 13 the Cavs played, yeah. Yeah, so they've showed improvement over the last 13 where um, the Warriors kind of stayed the same. And coming in, I would think that they probably came in pretty even stat for stat. So – I don't know. I think that's that points up towards the Cavs in the Cavs' favor is they've just been playing on a on a different level these last thir- like thirteen games. So it'll be it'll definitely be interesting. Then, um, like we said before, the what what if the, if the Cavs do come in and steal Game One, um, it'll be as a seven point underdog. So hopefully they can. Hopefully they can do that and and win that game. Yeah, seven. I would def. I I think they'll cover. I think it'll be a close game. Mm-hmm. I think. I mean, I, I mean, it, it could go. I mean, they could swing twenty points either way. If oh yeah, if, if either team catches fire and shoots fifty percent from three, I mean, what are you gonna do? It's like when like when Danny Green shot. 900% from three against the Cavs that year. I mean, against mm-hmm. the Heat that year in the finals. You know, the Spurs won the finals that year because you can't. I mean, that's like we were talking. That's a anomaly you can't account for, and that's something that's going to turn analytics on its on its head. Yep. But I think I think they have, the Cavs have a good good shot tomorrow, and I think. Um, oh, well, just give me your MVP for either team winning the series. Uh, I think that the MVP. You mean for the for the entire finals? Yeah, yeah. Like I, if the Cavs win and if the Warriors win. Oh, if if the Cavs win, it's gonna hands down. It's gonna be. Um, no, you know what? Screw it. I'm gonna say if the Cavs win, Kyrie's the MVP. <laughs> I'm picking. I'm picking with my heart on this one. There you go. Um, I like it. I'm going Kyrie for the. For the MVP of the Cavs and for the uh, for the Warriors, I think it'll be Durant. <clears throat> yeah, I think you're right. It'll probably be Durant. I think Iguodala was MVP the year they won, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, like, I mean, we're both not big fans of Curry. You know, he's mm-hmm. gonna he's gonna get his shots up and he's gonna shoot. 40 footers to get the crowd yelling and screaming in Oracle because that's that's what he does. Um, but but Durant's you know that's the steady steady jump shooter that's always going to be always going to be coming back. And I think if if they win, he will be MVP unless I, you know I can't even say anybody else will be an MVP. If the Warriors yeah. going to win. Um, but yeah, so Durant for the Warriors and. Uh, but that's not gonna happen, so we don't have to worry about that. And then LeBron, you know, if if the Cavs win, LeBron's MVP ninety nine times out of a hundred. Yeah. But that one time, it's probably it's probably Kyrie if LeBron, um, you know, turns back into a, a human for a couple games, and Kyrie goes for, you know, for you know, in the forties and still gets five assists or whatever, he can he can win MVP that one time. So. Yeah, my best guess is for Kyrie to, well, for for anybody, but Kyrie in particular to win it, is he's got to have one or two games where he goes for forty, and 
he like is clutch in the in the final couple minutes. Like if he does that, if he does that one or two games, even if, or even if it's just game seven, and he does that, like I, I feel like that's something that would put somebody over LeBron is if they had one or two games where they went for thirty-five to forty and they were just nailing shots at the end of the game and they won the team the game that day. So that's that's why I think Kyrie's probably the only one who could do it over LeBron um, if, if anybody's going to do it. And then for the Warriors, uh, yeah, I think Durant's going to do it. But my best guess is no matter who wins it for the Warriors, they're going to say something like, oh, this should go to the entire team. You know, they're going to be – they'll play it off as – like the whole team contributed, so. But um. yeah, maybe I think the only problem—I mean, the only not problem, but the only thing that Kyrie, like you said, to win, Kyrie has to do you know thirty-five, forty. He used to do that with LeBron, not do not scoring thirty-five or forty right along with him, like like mm-hmm. he did last year when Kyrie put up forty-one. You know, LeBron had forty-one on the same night. So. Yep. Yeah, and it, and it'll come. It'll also come down to, well, the nice thing is they didn't win it last year. Uh, well, not the nice thing, but for LeBron's sake, if they would have won it last year and he was the finals MVP, for whatever reason, nobody likes to give out MVPs two years in a row. So <laughs> even if it's finals, like, I don't know, they just have like a weird thing where they just can't do it, even though it makes no sense to anybody. You know, nobody can explain why they don't. They just don't. Yeah. Yeah, I think. Well, I mean, what what they say, LeBron led led the series in every statistical category last year. Yeah. Oh yeah, so that's I'm, right. They did win it last year. What yeah. Was yeah, the year before they they lost. But yeah, yeah. I mean, LeBron led in in every you know statistical category last year. Mm-hmm. So if he does something like that again, you know, it's, it's going to him regardless. Yeah. Um, and for the you know, I don't know the Cavs. For the Cavs to win, they're going to have to continue shooting well. You know, Love's going to have to keep shooting mm-hmm. 48% from three. And I think Kyrie shot like 61% from the field against Boston or something crazy like that. Oh, I don't know. I, I think I read that today. Like, mm-hmm. sounds, 60, sounds right. I mean, 61 from the field, like 49 from three and 90, 91 from the line or something crazy like that. Yeah. So if he could keep that up, you know, if Love shoots around 50% from three, if JR's, you know, around 45, like he's been around from three, they're going to keep it competitive and they're going to they're gonna steal a couple games here and there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as long as they can figure out a defensive scheme to stop those guys on, in Golden State. And if yep. Clay continues to... You know, be a little cooled off. That'll help for sure. So, so that's our predictions. Cavs in five or six for me. Um, he picks. Oh, he wants. He wants. He wants it to be the. Oh, you, is that your official thing? Oh well, I want it to be Cavs in seven, but yeah, I, I'm picking the Warriors in six. All right. So. I think if I think if it gets to a game seven, I mean all bets are off. But in anything can happen in game seven, so I think I if it gets to a game seven, expect LeBron to have fifty. Oh yeah, yeah. 
<clears throat> so. I, hope, I hope it doesn't get there for the sake of my my blood pressure and, and overall well-being, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So. But, yeah, that'll be a long month if we get to, get to seven games again. Yep. <clears throat> but we'll see. Yeah. I hope they bring back the, the Doodle Jump commercial for Katie. Yeah. Shout yeah. out to Doodle Jump. That was my go-to back in the day. Doodle Jump. Best commercial ever for a while there. Yeah. Um, but that's it. That's all I got for the finals, unless you want to bring up any other points we could chat about. No, I just had a couple uh, prop bets here that... Oh, yeah, yeah, we, we can hit those. We should just run through and sort of pick what we want. So we already said... Um, I already, we already talked about um, game one, which is seven, or seven. We both think the Cavs are going to cover at least. You know, maybe they don't win it. Maybe they do, but yep. uh, we think that both, uh, or we both picked the Cavs to cover the game one. Um, so here's, here's another one from game one only. Uh, will the highest score of any, you know, either team, Will anybody score over 40 and a half? Yeah, I'm gonna, oh, yeah, you, you can go. Yeah. I got it. You can go. I'm going to I'm gonna say no. Nobody scores more than 40. Nobody scores 41 points or more in the in game one. Yeah, I don't think so either. Not game one. Right. I think it will happen, but not game <clears> one. Yeah, so here's – and the rest of these are for the entire series. So yeah, um, we'll, we'll dream on uh, – Oh, will Draymond get a triple double in any game? I'm oh. saying no. You saying no? Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think triple triple doubles are pretty rare in the finals, so I'll say no too. All right. Will LeBron get a triple double? I'm gonna say yes. Oh, I'll say yeah. I'll say he'll get seven of them. Seven, seven <laughs> triple double. Right, no, I think. No, I, I think he'll get. One, I think I read if he gets. Two, he passes the all-time record for triple doubles in the finals. Well, he's just he's just being greedy now. I mean, if he's gonna pass Jordan in points and pass somebody <laughs> in triple doubles, I mean, come on, LeBron. I might have I might have made that set up, but I'm pretty sure I read that. It might be two or three or something, but yeah. I think I'll get one. So I'll go. Is, was that the over under one? Uh, yeah. It's just will he get one or well, yeah. So will he get one? It's either yes or no, I guess. But yeah, I'll take um, the push. <clears throat> Uh, so, oh, here's, here's, okay, so will the Cavs, or will the Cavs shoot over 38.5% from three-point? For the percentage whole series? For the, yeah, for the entire series. That's so I just looked at, uh, here's a couple stats. So on the season, I believe they shot 39%, and the Warriors shot 38%. And then in the postseason, the Cavs are shooting 43%, and the Warriors are shooting 39%. So that 38.5 is on the low end of where they were for season and postseason. That's tough because if they go, you know, if they shoot 30% one game, it's hard to bring it back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just, for, just for the sake of, of all my other arguments, I'll say yeah. Okay. I'm, gonna, I'm saying I'm saying yes. Um, okay. Or I'm, oh. sa- I'm sorry. I'm saying no. Yeah, you uh, think because if they just get one bad game, that's not going to. They're not going to get anywhere close to that. Yep. So the so the Warriors have the same line 
uh, 38 and a half. Will they pass that or no for the series? Well, I'd say no. I'm saying I'm saying yes actually to the Warriors, which puts me in line with my predictions, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um. <clears throat> and then so here's per three pointers made per game. Uh, thirteen and a half is the line for both teams. The stats this year. So the Cavs made thirteen per game in the regular season, and they've been making fourteen point six in the postseason. So they're up uh three and a half. Or they're up one one point five three pointers per game. The cat the Warriors only shot or only made twelve per game during the season, and they're only at twelve point one. So the line again is thirteen and a half. So that's on the upper end of where these teams shot. Except for the Cavs, they're obviously crushing that in the postseason. So so they both have they're both at thirteen. <clears throat> yeah. So during the season, they're both at thirteen and a half for the postseason. Yeah, but I mean that's not like that's like. That's not like combined though. That's for for both. Yeah. 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 They're each. Right. Well, they're each thirteen and a half. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I actually think so. Going with, I'm saying no for the Cavs again, and I'm saying yes for the Warriors. So I think the Warriors, on on average, will make more than thirteen and a half threes per game, which is a lot for if you think about it. And they have. They're actually. So, like I said, they're 12 in the regular season and 12 in the postseason. So, for them to get 13 and a half per game, they're gonna have to be shooting it really well. Mm, yeah, yeah. I'll go. I'll go opposite again, just to stay consistent with my pick. I'll All take right. Cavs over Warriors under. Cavs are probably gonna be around 20 or 25 threes a game, I think. No, I'm just kidding. That's a lot. But <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, wait a second. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I mean, I think, I think they'll stay around their average of 14 or whatever it is, and yeah, and keep it it's, going from there. Yeah, it's really amazing. When I first looked at those numbers, I was like, I was like four, I was like third, like on the regular season, Cavs only made 13 threes a game. Yeah, like, that's not a lot. I mean, that's only 39 points per game from threes. Like, I I didn't even think that that was. I thought that they would be in the twenties or twenty-five, but I guess <laughs> yeah, that'd I was, be crazy. Yeah, I guess I was wrong on that. Um, <clears throat> so the, another line for the will there be? Um, this is overtime. Point uh, five is the over/under. So I guess the question is, will well, there be an overtime? Ah, <laughs> uh, sure. Why not? Let's have some fun. All right, Vince is saying yes. I'm gonna be no fun. I'm gonna say no. So uh, let's have some let's have some overtime fun in in Cleveland for Game Four. There you go. That would be that'd be nuts. I'd, I'd like to see overtime in Game Seven. Oh, that's that's way too much for my heart to handle. As long as LeBron wins it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, and then there was like I, those. So those were the only ones I picked out. There's to me there was a bunch of dumb ones like. Uh, will there any be? Will there be any object or ejections during the thing? How many flagrant fouls? Um, will there be a buzzer beater? Uh, will there be any suspensions? Which is kind of dumb because if there's an ejection, I think it's going to be an automatic suspension. Most likely, I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess it doesn't necessarily have to be, but um, yeah. So those I picked out the, in my opinion, the better of. 
uh, the better of the lines or the prop bets, I guess. Yeah, those are good. We don't need all that silly stuff there. No. So, and and I'm gonna write these up and put these on some of these predictions on the website. So check it out. Series79.wordpress.com. Yeah, yeah, we'll put up, we'll put our series predictions up, and maybe we'll get some other guys to predict the series. Yep. If they decide to take us back. Yeah, they so so we probably won't have other people's predictions. Well, this isn't um, as, big, as big of a commitment as well, I don't know. Who knows? But yeah, we'll be watching tomorrow night. We'll be maybe someone to be live tweeting from the account at Channel Seventy Nine Pod. Yep. So hit us up there if you're watching a game. Tell us what you think. Tell us what what kind of food you're eating for the game. Yep. It's actually at, well, just to clarify, it's at CH79pod. Oh, yeah, at CH79pod. Mm-hmm. You'll find it. Just type it in. We'll, we'll, we'll find it. We'll find it for you. Yeah, and I put up an NBA Finals poem on the website, so go check that out. Yeah, that was legit. Cool. I thought it was pretty clever. So. <laughs> I thought it was good. Sh- shout, out, shout out myself to cleverness. Uh, so we covered everything. I don't think we have any, you have any shout outs to get in here. Uh, no, not really. Shout out to Damon Golf Tournament this weekend. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, that's right. Who's on your team again? Just quick. Uh, me, Paul, Vo, and DH. All right. And then uh, me and Troy, Luke, and uh, your chick are on a team. So. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, it'll be a good time. I'll be um. You know, we get some free, free Damon merch. We get some, some good golfing with some, some buddies. Uh, good food at the Damon afterwards. Yep. And that's it. It'll be a good day. We'll hopefully, um, gather after the Damon gathering and watch some UFC fights Saturday night. Yeah. Um, is that is that how they do it then? This is my first Damon thing. So they go to the Damon after. Yeah, like the last time I played, he had a uh, big grill come in, and this guy grilled up steaks for everybody. And oh, that's that's legit. Yeah, like you know the the regular uh, like Super Bowl spread or whatever, maybe without the wings or whatever it is. But you know, you know, everybody, every, your 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 money for the tournament gets you the food and everything afterwards as well. So yeah, yeah, and I'm not even I wasn't even really worried about that part. I just. To me, those things are just fun. It's like when we did the, were you, did you do the baseball? Yeah, they yeah they gave away hundred vacations. And... Yeah, I just I just like doing that. Well, for the baseball, it's a little bit different, right? Because that's that's going to the baseball team. I don't really know what Don Lee does with the money, but um, if it goes to if it goes to the Damon, more than you know, that's even better because that place is legit and they've they've turned it into something a cool hangout so keeps the super, keeps the super bowl party going year after year yeah well if that's if that's what it goes to then <laughs> I'll, I'll fucking put in double cuz yeah. that's the greatest party of the year yeah I'm not sure it's a good time i mean all of our all of our guys will be there so we'll be have a good time beer dollar beer on the golf course throughout the tournament so can't beat yeah. that yeah, and we'll we'll have an update on the scores next week for for everybody because I know you guys are all interested now. You're 
you're thinking to yourself, wow. Yeah, come on out. Here. Come on out to Bavarian Hills. Walk the course while we're playing, and we'll, we'll sign some autographs for you. Whoa, wait a second. We're not walking, right? Oh, no. I mean, they'll have to oh, walk. Okay. The gallery, they'll have to walk. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I would recommend not walking on Bavarian because it's a lot of hills, so... But anyway, yeah, yeah it'll so be fun. It'll be, it'll be a good be time. First time. Saturday morning, we'll be. It'll be a good time. Um, yeah, well, uh, I think the first year I played, we were eight, eight under, and that's the best score we've had. So hopefully, we beat that this year. And we're definitely going to beat Jeremy's team, so I'm not even worried about that. Oh God, <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Even, him? He's he's probably going to be breaking clubs. I don't even know who's on his team, but we're definitely going to beat him. I think he said a couple guys from work and then somebody else. So, uh, Camper A&M. Golfer A&M? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Golfer A&M. It's definitely not going to be Tiger because he's in jail. He's out. He's, he's good. Oh. Yeah, so, yeah, it'll be it'll be a good time. I think that's, <clears throat> that's the only shout-out I had. Oh. Yeah, that's it for me. Um, we'll be back next week. We'll give an update on the finals, and I don't know what else we're gonna do, but we'll we'll figure it out for you, and we'll we'll get get you back get you back on track next week. Yeah, we'll talk. I will update what UFC. So we'll review the UFC fights at two twelve, and we'll talk a little bit about um, maybe we'll get Troy on. And we'll talk about uh, the upcoming the upcoming fights with um, Derek Lewis and Mark Hunt, which is on the FS uh, FS1 Fight Night on the week uh, Saturday the tenth. So. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll hit all we'll hit all our current events up, and we'll you know hit the big stories like we always do. Take a little deeper dive on the big stories. In the meantime, like I said, follow us on Twitter at C879Pod. Um, share our podcast tell your friends tell your family tell your acquaintances um, uh, definitely get your acquaintances involved go to the website he's going to put up some content for the finals uh, go to that donate page give us some money we'll give it to a good cause and we'll keep some for us to continue our journey of channel 79 um, that's it Listen to this podcast tomorrow morning, go to work, go home, watch some House of Cards, and then watch the NBA Finals. Yep, and put this on for your pets. They need it. Yeah, keep, yeah if you keep playing this, it gets us plays and downloads, and your pets will, will tell their pet friends, and their pet friends will tell their human people, and we'll just keep growing and growing. And by the next NBA Finals, we'll have uh, media passes, and we'll be... We'll be right there on Media Row watching the finals. So, yep. Then I bet we can get some of our friends to come on. Yeah, either that or we'll just win Powerball this week, and we'll have three hundred million dollars, and we can do whatever we want after that. So. Oh yeah, it's up to three hundred two, right? Yeah, is the drawing tonight? Uh, yeah, Wednesday. Oh no, it was the last night, so it'll be Saturday now. No, tonight it's Wednesday right now. Well, it's third. Well, yeah, it was lot. La- I mean, it's Thursday morning. So did anybody win? Well, they're not going to have that up right now. They don't get that up till the morning. So. Oh. All right. Well, if you want Powerball, give us some money. 
we'll make use of it. And if we won Powerball, the podcast will be way better with $300 million in our podcast. Yeah. Well, I mean, not way better because we're still going to be there. So it'll be, yeah, we could it'll pay. be us with, with more legit. Have yeah. a, we'll have a studio. We'll have guests. We'll have, I don't know, $300 million. It can't get worse. Definitely cannot get worse. Even if it's three million dollars <laughs> from our, even if it's three million dollars, not three million, three dollars from our loyal listeners we have out there, can't get worse for that either. So, nope. So, yeah, just think. I mean, we have a couple hundred listeners, so three dollars from each of them that'll go a long way. I mean, yeah, that's Bo would give a dollar twenty-three. Hey, if everybody gets a dollar twenty-three, that pays for our studio here we got online and that pays for anything else we need our, our t-shirt promo we're going to give out here oh yeah all right so like i said enjoy your day tomorrow listen to the podcast don't do too much at work go Never home do too much at work and get ready for game one of the finals go cat bye